0: Hey, everybody, Austin here. I just wanted to talk about something very quickly. We talked about wrestling a whole lot in this episode. We recorded early Monday morning and Monday night live on Raw. Roman Reigns announced that he had to retire from wrestling because he is currently battling leukemia. We want to take a moment uh, to apologize. We say a lot of jokes about Roman in this episode. We're making fun of like his wrestling character and are no way making fun of the man behind it. We understand the struggle. We see it. Uh, and we just want to dedicate this episode to Roman and everything he's done for the wrestling community and all the blood, sweat, tears that he's put behind the scenes for our entertainment. We very much appreciate it. All love, honor, and respect goes out to you. We thank you very much, and we hope you guys enjoyed the episode.
1: Nice boys, Gordon Ramsay is our dad. Kitchen Nice Boys,
0: Gordon Ramsay is our dad. Welcome to Kitchen Nice Boys, a Kitchen Nightmares recap podcast. I am too swole to control, Austin Jones.
1: And I'm Shane Dwayne the Rock johnson Ensco.
0: <laughs> I wasn't ready for that one.
1: <laughs> Welcome to the show where we may or may not talk about kitchen nightmares because I didn't watch the episode
0: because we watched maybe a combined, uh, seven minutes of this episode. So we'll see (laughs) how this goes. Stay in. This might be, uh, the very wrestling centric episode that, uh, Joshua David was looking for. So guys get ready.
1: I love wrestling. Uh, We both did some cool wrestling stuff this week.
0: Yes, we both did do some cool wrestling stuff this week. Uh, whose is cooler, do you think? Yours is cooler for sure.
1: I don't know about that because you were telling me some <laughs> stories. Yours and is, yours is nobody got murdered at my show. So...
0: <laughs> uh, not saying anyone got murdered but it, it was it was pretty neat so are we just gonna jump into this wrestling stuff we don't want to say anything else right off the bat boy
1: um i ate cracker barrel today mm. i got a chicken fried steak and eggs and i'm feeling real bloated so
0: i had chick-fil-a this morning
1: nice what'd you get
0: I, I the chicken burrito it was pretty good. i like
1: the chicken burrito
0: yeah, ever since they changed it and they started putting like the hash browns in it and making it legit, it's been pretty good. I'm into
1: it. I'm real into it.
0: Yeah, and uh, that—that's
1: <sighs> what I had. Was that cool? All right. Well, um, do you want to start or do you want me to start? You start, bud, because yours—you, I
0: mean—you went to an actual one.
1: Okay, so there's gonna be some spoilers if you watch NXT. So you skip ahead or don't. I don't give a crap what you do. I'm not your dad. Yeah. Um, uh, So I went to uh, the NXT TV taping because they film them here in Orlando, Florida, and that's where I reside, and um, uh, I got to see, it is cool, it's better than the main roster, and I'll say it time and time again.
0: Oh, 100%, it always will be.
1: Maybe not, maybe when Vince dips or dies, we'll be fine. Yeah. Once once Paul takes care of the main roster, I think w- it'll be better.
0: Yeah, and once they fix that riding team up real good.
1: If they just uh, do me a favor and uh, murder Vince McMahon.
0: Get Road Dogg out of the riding room. Oh, my gosh.
1: He does not need to be in there. The only reason why no. he's in there is because he's friends with Triple H.
0: He don't do not He didn't he, do jack squat no. for the business. No, they don't. Except they for have
1: don't. white boy dreadlocks.
0: And <laughs> And <laughs> – is that something that really matters? Is it something that's really cool? no yes <laughs> yeah no i yeah I was wrong
1: A boom yeah. back to ee- naga naga. oh man um he's a he's just a freak on the leash, you know um, but uh I went and there were some uh debuts, which were pretty cool, Mrs. gargano yeah. debuted.
0: Okay, so for people that don't watch wrestling, NXT is like the minor leagues for wrestling for the WWE, pretty much. Right. It's where new stars come in. They train them up. They do monthly tapings where they tape uh, four episodes back-to-back, yes. and they release them on a weekly basis. Uh, it's one and hour.
1: It's $10 yeah. for four hours of, like, amazing wrestling. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty it's cool. It's the greatest deal. I've gone to probably, like, six of them at this point, and... um. It was pretty cool because I have these pals that we call ourselves like the Liberty Square or the Magic Kingdom Bullet Club because we were pals. Yeah, it's pretty dank. Um, uh, We were the only boys that liked wrestling um, at Magic Kingdom in the custodial department. So we became like instant friends. We've been friends for almost five years at this point. And, uh, this is the first time we all four got together. Like I've gone with one of the boys, but we got all four of the boys together Yeah, and it was really, really fun. And I thought we were going to be late. Um, and we almost were, uh, but, uh, we got in and the minute we walked in, they opened the front row and said, here boys sit here. So we were right by the barricade, right? Like looking straight down the ramp. It was awesome. And, uh. Yeah, I wasn't mad at those seats, but anyway, I got to see Matt Riddle, which means they stopped drug testing in NXT because he was clearly high on Mary Jane, wanna. He was doing the reefer. He, uh, he's the king of the bros. He's so fun to watch. He's barefoot and he does all this crazy crap. I like Matt Riddle. Matt it's Riddle really awesome. makes
0: me uncomfortable. Okay, talk about
1: it. Why does he make you uncomfortable?
0: I I just don't think he should be able to move that fast with just how his hair looks and he just looks <laughs> real slippery and
1: he he looks like um he looks like uh if if Tarzan smoked weed.
0: Yeah, and wore more revealing clothing. Uh somehow yeah, somehow this man who has modern technology dresses uh more promiscuous than a man in the jungle who
1: doesn't. A man in the jungle that wears butt flap.
0: Yeah. <laughs> butt flap. Uh, <laughs> butt flap is my mud vein cover band.
1: <laughs> we are butt flap. <laughs>
0: What's that from uh, Scott Pilgrim where he's like, we are sex, Bob, and we're here to make you think about death and get sad and stuff. And it's uh, <laughs> one, two, three, four. <laughs> oh, man.
1: My favorite bit to do when I'm uh, playing, like, or it's usually rehearsing with a band and I'm playing drum. And they're like, count us off, Shane. And it'll be like a slow, like a slow, slow song Like we'll be singing Good, Good Father. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, all right, you guys ready? One, two, three, four. You're a good, good father, it's yeah, so much fun,
0: <laughs> and that song doesn't even start with drums, so <laughs> it doesn't
1: i I'm probably like like two verses where I'm not even playing. I'm just tinkling on the cymbals for a minute.
0: uh, we go to a really modern church, and I always like to mess around with the band like when we're setting up before church and stuff, and I'm like, all right, guys, when you think our uh you know, what are the chances of having just like an all Toby Mac set list in a couple of weeks? Just, uh, you know, what can can we get into? What can Uh, we do? Like, why do you want to listen to that? I like it because it's positive and encouraging. And, uh, you know, I'll leave it uplifting and family friendly. I'll leave it alone for like five minutes and I'll be like, obviously you start out with Made to Love. Then you can do City on Our Knees and wrap it up (laughs) with Funky Jesus Music. And that's a great set list
1: oh <laughs> uh, i've I'm partial to j train, but those those songs will do
0: <laughs> Dude, it's uh it's so funny. I love doing stuff like that. I love getting hype over st- like because the newsboys came out with Newsboys united. uh so what that is is that's the current newsboys, the former newsboys together in one band. so it's Peter Furler and Michael Tate. Together.
1: It's like a a Voltron of newsboys.
0: And they're touring right now. So I like the, you know, just fun stuff. You got
1: got your tickets, right?
0: No, I did not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know how we started. I was listening. uh, So I went to get Chick-fil-A this morning, and I was, like, flipping radio stations because my phone needed to charge. And... uh, the only thing that since it's early morning, you know, they got talk shows and stuff, and the only radio station that was actually playing music was K Love and they played a Toby Mac song and I was like, What if we did like a Christian lyric breakdown on here, the podcast but I only did Toby Mac songs for, for our Christian lyric breakdown. Let's do it. <laughs> we just talk Toby Mac. Um
1: Um the, our first song is Love is in the House. I don't know that I know uh, that one. Uh, anyways, it's real problematic because there's a line that says, Mama always said that I wish I was black. Oh, no. Yeah. Thanks, uh, Tobert.
0: Oh, here's what I'm saying. On the Mount Rushmore of Christian music, Toby Mac's on there.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's Bill Gaither. <laughs> toby mack okay carmen okay jason Crab.
0: uh i don't know i don't know that i would put i would put toby mack on there i know you have a special addiction to carmen Um, Uh, okay
1: so let's talk about that for a little bit um i love carmen with all my heart yeah uh unironically Um, uh, he was my first concert and I hope he's my last, so I'm going to go see him and then I'm going to kill myself. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, going to go see him. Never going to go to another concert again. (laughs) He's 71 years old and I can't wait to see him.
0: That's pretty buck wild. I wasn't, um, raised in church. You were, I did, I like did not discover Christian music until, Two thousand
1: eight. Okay, so so does that mean that your Rushmore is Chris Tomlin, no. David Crowder, Toby Mack and Chris Tomlin again?
0: <laughs> it will be, it will be Toby Mack, Chris Tomlin, uh, David Crowder, and then Chris Tomlin covers of other bands
1: uh, <laughs> songs he took so and read it. So his entire discography. <laughs> Um, I'm not saying Chris Tomlin rips people off, but I'm not saying he doesn't.
0: What I'm saying is Toby Mac's a hit factory. Uh there was a song that came on the radio he's the,
1: doc- he's the Dr. Dre of Christian music.
0: <laughs> like there was a song that was on the radio today. And I, I don't even remember what it was called, but it had like uh it had like you know how Bruno Mars is doing like the old style music now where it's kind of like got like that seventies like funk type. It was yeah. like it was like that. And, like, you could really groove to it. But it was Toby Mac. You know, he's singing on it. And I'm like, dude, I'm getting down on this. <laughs> it's like,
1: Here's the thing. <clears throat> Toby Mac knows how to take whatever's popular and then recycle it for Jesus. And that's the kind of stuff I'm trying to get into. I don't want anything new. I want three-year-old pop music revamped in to Christian music. That's what I want.
0: Is it? Is it wrong of me to say that what Toby Mac's doing is more creative than what anyone else is doing right now?
1: I don't think you're wrong for saying that at all.
0: (laughs) I hate all music right now. It's all trash to me. Except
1: for Toby Mac.
0: Except for T-Mac.
1: And like three Bill Gaither songs.
0: Arguably the best thing to come out of DC Talk.
1: I don't know. Kevin Mac's got real fat. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and he sang one song for Audio Adrenaline and I guess Michael Tate went to hang out with the Newsboys f- for the foreseeable future till the apocalypse. So I can't remember what we were talking about.
1: We're talking about uh, how good Bill Gaither is.
0: Uh, Alright. So <laughs> He touched
1: me. So
0: the thing about Jimmy Swagger is that... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, my These tiquita. are only jokes for us. Like, no one is going <laughs> to like this episode. <laughs> I'm just saying I need more Jeremiah Yoakam hits. <laughs> oh, man. They need to play more Jeremiah Yoakam on K-Love. I will say one thing, though. I just listened to Switchfoot's new song. Mm-hmm. Banger. Switchfoot yeah. has been putting out quality for 20 years at this point.
0: Yeah, I like Switchfoot a lot. They're a great great band.
1: You don't know if they're singing about Jesus, but darn, do they know how to pick a really good guitar sound.
0: The thing is, they did try to go crossover on like their second or third album, but then they turned Beautiful around... Beautiful letdown. Yeah, they turned around and said, no, we're living for the man, the J-man. Young uh, Jeezy. And they, uh, they did come back and say that and since then they have sang about the j-man
1: yes um drew shirley is an amazing guitarist
0: yeah he is have
1: you ever seen his amp collection no sir so he's got instead of like finding the right pedal for distortion he'll go through like 40 amps and like figure it out He's got, like, a huge, like, vintage amp collection. He's like, I want it to sound more blown out. Let's see if I can find, like, an old orange amp to hook this up to. And I'm like, that's so cool. I like that.
0: I know how uh, Hillsong does it is Homeboy, like, their guitar player, has basically, let's just say, a filing cabinet. But it's, it's a filing cabinet for pedals. And they're all hooked up to one board. And, like, you know, he... There's hundreds of pedals inside this thing, and he's able to switch them together to get the tone he wants, and that's Buck Wild.
1: Let me tell you what's wrong with that.
0: What's that, sir?
1: Hillsong sucks.
0: They all suck. They all sound the same.
1: If they were writing more songs like He Touched Me and less (laughs) songs like Oceans, people would be out here getting saved.
0: Uh, I love this uh, people make memes about, like, what's better, oceans or reckless love, and that makes me laugh a lot.
1: Um, Here's the answer to that. He touched me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The correct answer is he made me glad. And I don't (laughs) understand why people keep trying to throw, there's better music out there that hasn't been discovered yet. My goodness.
1: He Touched Me is my favorite song.
0: Yeah. Why?
1: Because it's talking about how Jesus touched them, and they never actually say Jesus, so it just sounds like someone uh, touched their body inappropriately.
0: Uh-huh. Anything other than that?
1: Bill Gaither. Okay. All right, back my, to NXT. <laughs>
0: my favorite Christian song is He Walks With Me. Who's he? Uh, it's God. It, it tells you God's real name. What's, that, God, that, what's
1: God's real name?
0: Andy. Andy I, walks with me. <laughs> Andy talks with me. Andy tells... you. See? It, did you guys know that? <laughs> Isn't that a stupid joke?
1: Did you know that... Uh, Jesus' real name is something.
0: Yeah, I just figured it out. I just told you what it was.
1: No, his real name is something, because think about it. You're in a bad relationship, and uh, he cheats on you, and then you're like, man, something told me not to trust that guy. Uh, Jesus. Oh. And yeah, you're commentary.
0: Spirit. spirit of the Lord. Yeah,
1: you felt that?
0: <laughs> wow. I recently uh every once in a while cuz you come back to music you used to listen to and I I was getting re- I took some kids from our student group to a football game Saturday and uh, I was like I just woke up singing Chainsaw by Family Force 5. Gosh, and I was like that's dang. that's the kind of day I'm going to have so I just downloaded a bunch of Family Force 5 and got into it.
1: Hey, they like the way I do this. When I crank it like a chainsaw,
0: it's I have a autographed chainsaw.
1: I've seen uh, them way too many times.
0: Yeah, they're not good anymore. Um, They were never good. Let's be real. (sighs) Hey, you shut up, boy. Um, (laughs) We just liked
1: bad music.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we just like dumb stuff. But like what you want to like,
1: like wrestling. Had a real yeah. good time. Uh, the Velveteen Dream, who is. His gimmick shouldn't work at all, but it works so yeah. well.
0: One of the. Like, all around. Like, because wrestling encompasses more than what's just in the ring. And Velveteen Dream has the whole package. He's awesome. He's got the gimmick, he's good on the mic. Yeah, man, I think Velveteen Velveteen Dream is arguably the best wrestler. One, I would say top five in the in the company right now.
1: Absolutely. And it shouldn't work, but it does. He's got this cool shirt, um, that looks like the old macho man shirt, but it's like the three eyed glasses, and it says uh Vel uh, Dream Over. And I That's need awesome. it. I need it bad.
0: That's a cool shirt.
1: It is a cool shirt. Um he wrestled real, real good. He's in the title picture, so.
0: That's awesome, man. I'm who, so who who, else, like, as complete character, best in the WWE right now?
1: Complete character, best in the WWE? I think I'm going to have to go with Roman Reigns. Shut up. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> no, I actually hate Roman Reigns. Um, he's garbage. Uh, best right now, best character right now, this moment. That's a tough question. Who do you got?
0: Not for me. I'll tell you who the best is right now, Miz.
1: Yeah, you're right. Miz is great. Man he's down, the dude. best heel. I was gonna say AJ. I like what AJ's doing right now.
0: Yeah, but I mean, like I said, complete character. AJ's not good on the mic. I, he's no. a great wrestler. No, he's not. <laughs> he's not. He can't. He and he. Here's the thing. Like I'm from the South. I'm from the dirty South. I. Tennessee is, you know, right around where Georgia's at. You can fix that accent. You can not have an accent. You know, that's just not caring.
1: You so. have one,
0: not as bad as AJ.
1: The gay community. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's a dirt. He's a South. That's more Luke Bryan. I'm Luke Bryan. Come on.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> God, that is someone else I hate. That's my Luke. Oh
1: my that's goodness. a pretty decent Luke Bryan.
0: <laughs> Come on! <laughs> My favorite dude. As soon as that meme came out from American Idol, where they put him and Butthead next to each other, <laughs> and they <laughs> they look, <laughs> they are they are the they are the same person. They look exactly the same. He do so be
1: looking hella hello like Butthead. Um. Okay. So we talked about NXT. Um. I didn't want to give a lot of spoilers away. There's a really big yeah. one that I'm keeping to myself. That if you actually care about wrestling, you're going to not want to find out from this podcast. So I'm going to leave that. Keep that one to myself. Yeah. Um, sure. I told well, you I that, got, though.
0: I can't remember what it is. Um,
1: it's about I Johnny.
0: John Cena. Jonathan, I, uh,
1: Jonathan Wrestling.
0: It's about, oh, yeah, J- Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Jonathan, yeah, I remember it.
1: Jonathan Gargamel. Jonathan um, Gargamel from the Smurfs. Oh Oh no.
0: What is Gargamel's first name? Does he have one?
1: Yeah, Jonathan. <laughs> I oh, just told sorry. you what it
0: was. Yeah, my bad. Um I do have a lot of spoilers for a big wrestling promotion if you guys want to hear it.
1: I'm um, uh more than all ears, baby.
0: Last night I went to Bandit Wrestling uh with two of my friends from church, Brandon and Brian. Shout, Shout out. out
1: to my boys.
0: Shout out to the boys. Uh <laughs> bandit wrestling. Uh, so real quick, Brandon, my friend's brother, uh Brandon, his brother is an amateur wrestler. His name's Patrick Scott. Check him out on Facebook, give him a follow. Uh he's awesome. He cuts really funny and good promos as a heel. Um and he's got some cool in-ring work. His finisher move is pretty dope. It's it's like a uh um you know like those like sit-out spine busters type yeah. thing?
1: It's like one of those. Oh, that's so cool. You love yeah, a spine it, buster.
0: Yes, there was one last night, and I freaked out. And I was <laughs> like, <laughs> it was, I saw a live spine buster. I jumped up. I was like, I will pop for any spine buster. It doesn't matter. It
1: could be so bad. Uh, <laughs> I'm that way for like a bulldog, like a running bulldog. Yeah. I love it. Just slam somebody's face into the mat, man. I love it.
0: And I saw like two really impressive spears last night. And when you see a good spear, it makes it's you, pretty cool. It too. Makes you
1: think <laughs> about how much you hate Roman Reigns and how crappy his spear is. It
0: makes you think about like when you see a really good one. There hasn't really been a good one ever in the WWE.
1: You don't think the Edge had a good spear? No. Well, okay. I you don't know have I any.
0: You know what they call Edge's spear?
1: What do they call Edge's spear?
0: A running hug. Everyone makes fun of that thing. How do you not know that? How do I know about that and you don't?
1: I don't know. I've just oh. always... Because I was at that age when I thought Edge was the coolest. Oh, I love him. Yeah, I lo- like I always loved his spear because I was like, yeah, that looks so gnarly. But I guess I've never went back and watched it. So I'm sure <laughs> it looks pretty bad now. But yeah, I don't care because I love Edge so much.
0: Uh. Anyway, we went to Bandit Wrestling. Brandon's brother was supposed to wrestle. He did not. He got injured, so we weren't able to see him, but we still got to go to the show. It was a whole lot of fun. Uh, Anytime you go to live wrestling, it's pretty fun.
1: It doesn't matter at any level. I've been to a VFW, and I've been in arenas, Yeah, and it's so much fun.
0: Yeah, well, up until this, this was my first indie show because I had only been to WWE events up until last night and had so much fun. Uh, There were probably 50 or 60, maybe 70 people there. You know, it was really small. Uh, I love that, though. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, The The, first match The wrestlers
1: heard every word you said.
0: Yeah, they do. They hear everything. The first match was uh, Face Chance the Grappler versus <laughs> Heel uh, Jaden Newman, uh, and uh, it was it was a lot of fun. That was you know they they were pretty new guys. The Heel won, which sucked. Uh, Chance the Grappler was a good guy, and he wanted us to chant his name, and we did. The second match was a tag team match. It was the Illuminati, which were two boys that. Oh, man. One guy was enormous, like upwards of seven feet tall. Was he, like, Uh,
1: thick too?
0: Yes, he was a big boy. Was he, like, farm Um,
1: strong, like he's been, like, lifting bells of hay all day?
0: He didn't look strong. Okay. Uh, But he was big. Does that make sense? Like, he was really big. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like
1: a big cast type.
0: A big cast looks strong. This guy just didn't look like – he was just a tough boy. Just he tall, just huh? Yeah, just big and tall. Uh, and then they wrestled against uh, faces Wayne Adkins and then the uh, the heavy metal Daredevil. I, that was the other guy. And the heels won again. And that was a dumb match. And it was real stupid. The storyline for this match uh, for the entire night was um, two of the – The promotion's tag team champs, which were Devin Devine and Mick Drake, Uh, you know, they're pretty good wrestle boys. They came out, and there was supposed to be a title match between Devin Devine and Mick Drake, their tag team was The Industry, versus the Dirty Blondes and the Gymnasties. Gymnasties were the best tag team, in my opinion, of the night. Two guys there was a african american man and his name was white mike and then there was a, <laughs> a there was a, a white guy uh, with long hair and a mustache and his name was ebony and they uh, they were just fun they're just fun guys to watch they had like pink singlets with their own faces on it they i love that
1: up. stuff man
0: yeah it was a fun show uh, but so, the storyline anyway, the industry ends up winning that little bout in about five minutes, and then they leave, you know, or whatever uh, but as they're about to leave, the rascals come out, and apparently the rascals are from they're like the p w g tag team champions right now, apparently um and they're they're cool i guess um nah, i guess, and uh <laughs> you know the the whole deal of the night is the industry is going to wrestle the rascals for the the tag team champions that's the that's the main event okay uh, the next match uh, was my favorite match of the night and that was uh heel clayton Gaines versus uh the face cashflow who is from the west end of wall street and <laughs> they wrestled each other and uh, Clayton Gaines was real funny. He said a lot of funny stuff all night long. He was like he he was. Uh, I think he had the best gimmick, okay. hands down. He was just like a lifty boy who thought he was just like uh, the best thing. And you know he was like he did this bit where so cash flow would like he his thing was like chops. So you know smacking the chest real good and you know and all that. Mm-hmm. So um. He would, like, Cashflow would smack his chest and then, like, you want one more? And they would go, yeah, and then he'd do it again. Well, uh, Clayton Gaines did it to him. He chopped his chest and he goes, you want one more? And they go, yeah. And when he goes to do it, he stops and ki- flexes his arm and kisses his muscle, just like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Just, just like. a
1: mean attitude lifty boy.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> and it was so funny. Uh, and, like, his, like, special bit, because I saw another video of him doing it, is where, like, he gets outside of the ring and uh, distracts the ref, and then he spits his protein drink in the other dude's face and then lines him up where he does a running spear from outside of the ring and then just nails this dude. This is, like, the one of the best spears I've ever seen. Like, this guy just comes flying through, uh, kills him just real good. But uh, Clayton Gaines lost that match. Uh, there was a, a match after that between a guy whose name was Fred uh, – Hey-ya, or something. And he was a dude, and he walked out with, like a, like, a face on his hand, like a mask face on his hand, and he was talking to it. He's a weird dude. Yeah. Uh, And he would go, like, his whole bit was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, he said that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he would would put and uh he like worked on the dude's extremities so like if the guy would like try to like punch him he'd block the punch and then like stomp on the dude's foot you know like stuff yeah stuff Um, like that
1: quick just a quick side tangent you know uh yeah uh, Marty Skrull. i do um so you know his like move where he like pretends to break a boy's finger yeah how the heck does he do that
0: I don't know, man. He's great.
1: Do you think he's, like, doing the noise with his mouth?
0: I don't know, man. You don't become one of the most famous indie wrestlers, I guess, of all time at this point. I mean, he's, he's
1: big. Yeah, he's huge. <laughs> but, like, it it gets me every time. Like, I cringe every time he does it. <laughs> he's like, ah, I hate it. Um, uh, there were a few botches at NXT, where I like yeah. jumped up and I would just shouted no, and I'd put yeah. my hands in my 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 face and my hands. I'm just like no, because I thought I saw no. some career enders, baby.
0: Yeah, uh, there wasn't too many botches during this match. There were a couple, but for the most part, I mean, like these guys did really great. They were they were good.
1: They're going out there and just leaving it all out there, like they're playing for yeah. an arena, huh?
0: They really are. They're doing awesome. Uh the next match uh was a you had to do a four fifty splash to win between a guy named Myron Webb and the other guy's name was uh AJ Zero Gravity Daniels. Um <laughs> and uh AJ Daniels won. It it was a fun athletic high flying match. Um after that That sounds like it, a really
1: good show though, no joke.
0: Yeah, no, it was like I said, it was so much fun. Uh, oh, I didn't get to finish the the hey ya. So hey oh. ya, he um, uh, so every time he would go yeah 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 yeah, there was this dude in front of me that was like no 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 no, just like right back to him. Just, Old dude? <laughs> uh no nah, yeah, I mean he was older than me.
1: Uh, <laughs> no no no.
0: Yeah, just like no boy no 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 no. Uh, <laughs> just you know just having fun at the show. Oh man. Brian, who went with me, he just moved to Knoxville, uh, and this is like the first thing he did. <laughs> like, as like going out and being what a an, what
1: a great opener. Like, <laughs> where's he from yeah. originally?
0: Um, I think uh, Florida or Alabama. I could be wrong.
1: Florida. And then, like the Florida. first thing he does is is watch a nice little Wrestle Boy match.
0: Yeah, he comes and watches wrestling with us and like he said, you know, he wasn't really into wrestling or anything like that, but he said he had a lot of fun. He didn't expect to have that much fun. <laughs> I was like, <clears throat> "Yeah, dude. Wrestling's uh, the
1: best. Anyone who wrestling. says it's not is an idiot."
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think we were talking on the phone last night. Yeah. Because the next match was the just the, the craziest, craziest thing. thing
1: I've ever heard in my entire life.
0: <laughs> uh th- the next match was a Tennessee street fight between a character who's called Uncle Biff and just imagine like a fatter Uncle Fester. Like, this is what this guy looks like from the Adams Family. Uh, just like a fatter version of Fester, Uncle Biff, wearing like a Dusty Rhodes-type singlet, and versus um, Brett the Pitbull Eisen, Uh and every, like, Pitbull hometown hero. Everybody loves this guy. People were going nuts for him. Pitbull good um, guy, Pitbull good boy. I guess Pitbull was the face, but he's kind of like a, I guess you would say like a Randy Orton face, kind of like. Kinda a like,
1: a, like I'm a good yeah. guy, but I got a bad attitude about it.
0: Yeah, exactly. It, that's right. exactly what the Pitbull was in my veins. Uh, <laughs> they were the type of this match. I can't remember if I said it. I'll say it again. It was a Tennessee Street fight. So, you know, basically a no DQ uh weapons on the outside of the ring on the outside of the ring there were workout ropes chains tires two by fours a ladder that never got used uh chairs and traffic cones so there's that and um the match got just in just so crazy so buck wild just right off the bat like they jump in they start hitting each other going nuts pitbull throws uncle biff outside the ring now let me explain this it was a it wasn't like a regulation size it was a smaller ring but i mean it was still it was still a ring um on the like they had maybe like two or three feet they definitely could have opened it up more than what they did uh but they had like maybe two or three feet on the edges and um it was like they had these big like metal i don't know what they are i don't know if they're pylons or structures or what you want to call them Uh, But there were big metal structures that they had the light shining down on the ring from the top on all four sides. And there was like this chain link fence, just a fence, no bar on the top, just like the wire going all the way around the ring. So Biff's on the outside, right? And the chain link fence is wrapped around these metal things. Well, Pitbull comes flying out of the ring, like dives through the ropes. These are big men. These are like 300 pound men. Gee whiz. (laughs) <laughs> Pimple comes flying through the ropes, tackles this guy. They knock over the chain link, and the two towers come falling down onto the corners of and the ring. And you're
1: five minutes into this match. <laughs> yeah,
0: dude, <laughs> it's so crazy.
1: I love wrestling so much.
0: <laughs> it's so wild.
1: I've pr- I've <laughs> probably been to like I'm gonna say twenty wrestling events in my life. Yeah, I've never seen or heard. Anything like that.
0: And this isn't the craziest thing to happen in this match, even. Uh, so they they basically do like a soft reset um, because it got wild. Uh, and they like kind of punched each other, you know, through the ring and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but they, they climb back into the ring, you know, and they slow it down a little bit. They start working the match. They start hitting each other. Uncle Biff's cussing. I think that was his gimmick. Just to call everybody an SOB, he said it like nine times. Uh,
1: You're a real son of a beasting.
0: Yeah, he's was like, what's this guy's gimmick? He just looks ugly and cusses a lot. We like it. Let's put him in a Tennessee street <laughs> fight. Uh, Love it. <laughs> um, We're going to make the
1: other boy dive on him.
0: Uncle Biff did enter with his girlfriend, wife, Big Mama. So Wouldn't we'll she be
1: Aunt Mama?
0: I don't know, man. <laughs> i don't know what her name was uh anyway so they're like wrestling back and forth pitbull puts a tire on this guy and is like bouncing his head around you know the, uh somehow you know uh uncle biff gets outside of the ring and he like puts a he sets up for a spot like i called like all a lot of these spots i was like calling it to brian and brandon i'm like this is about to happen uh <laughs> i love but, doing that yeah. Um. So he like puts you know the two by four halfway in the r- halfway in the ring, and he's like trying to fool with these handcuffs, and then uh the pit bull walks over and smacks it and hits him in the face with it, you know, uh, in between the ropes <laughs> and stuff. So. so, however, this happens, they get back into the ring, and Uncle Biff has these handcuffs, and he handcuffs himself. Cool. Right. What? A- and he starts choking the pit bull with the handcuff uh chain naturally that's just what you would do
1: if i Um, had a pair of handcuffs and i was in a tennessee street fight yeah hmm, i think i'm gonna choke a boy with these
0: well step one handcuff myself (laughs) then choke him
1: (laughs) don't handcuff the boy
0: right (laughs) handcuff yourself then choke him uh so they fight back and forth for a minute uh pitbull puts him in the turnbuckle and then he like handcuffs his arms behind the ropes and behind the turnbuckle so he can't do anything and then oh uh uncle biff's cussing usob and he's like spitting at him so pitbull like winds up and a lot of people did this this night so cassius Ono, you got to find a new bit bud but everybody's doing those wind up those spin around like forearms those spin around forearms to the neck like it was like in at least every other match. Okay, for the most part, here's
1: here's uh Cassisono's new thing he did the other night.
0: Yeah.
1: He um he kind of thought it looked like he was gonna do like a quote unquote old school. Yeah. And then instead of like grabbing a boy's arm, he dove off the top rope and like. What? <laughs> yeah. It was insane. he dove off the top rope and hit this poor jobber. I don't even know this kid's <laughs> name, but Cashizono <Cassius laughs> killed him.
0: <laughs> That's insane,
1: yeah, so he's doing good. I love Cassius ono. uh he's getting fatter, and his shirts are even tighter so uh, nice, God is good
0: anyway, so the Pitbull's culmination
1: doing these... of the of the Tennessee <laughs> the street fight <laughs> the p s done resistance <laughs>
0: here's the here's. Guys, buckle up your seatbelts. So, he's doing these wind-up forearms to the neck, just slobber-knockered, you know, there, everybody sold all night long. You know, so it was. But th- this was funny. There was a part when he hit him, and a guy from the crowd yelled, "No sell, no sell." Uh, so what that is in wrestling is where you pretend like a move didn't hurt. You no sell it. <laughs> you just, uh, you just, <laughs> just shake right it off and keep going. Yeah. Um, um.
1: Roman Reigns does this all the time. I hate him.
0: Yes. Um. Anyway. So, Big Mama sneaks into the ring <laughs> behind the pitbull and gives him a low blow, just oh no right
1: in the right in the twig and giggle berries, right in the baby maker, <laughs> right in the wedding tackle, right in the old right in
0: that's a bad one. The goji Woo.
1: berries just hit him right in his ooh yaz
0: so Pitbull gets down on his knees, you know, he's in the middle of the ring, then then, um she gets out this bottle in a rag, and she puts the stuff that's in the bottle on the rag and puts it over his face. It's chloroform. <laughs> she, she, she chloroforms him in the middle of the ring. It's just what is happening. So Pitbull gets down and gets knocked out. Uh, you know, she gets old uh, Uncle Biff off the rings. She gets a, uh, you know the handcuffs undone. He falls down, so the ref's counting him. And then he gets to number nine, and we finally get Uncle Biff up, so Pitbull loses the match because he was
1: chloroformed.
0: Uh, then, you know, they leave. They're trying to, like, you know, all the security and all the refs come out, and the promoter comes out. They're like, get him up. Help him. Get him up. Uh, and – uh You know, they get into a state where he stands up, but then he's in a blind rage. The pit bull—you don't put a dog in a cage; uh, he can't see anything. So he starts tearing up stuff. He starts like—he starts like tackling guys and punching the security and the refs and everybody. Um, And you you know, finally, finally they get old pit bull out of there. Uh, It was so you. So I saw
1: a. A three hundred and fifty pound man dive off the top rope. Yeah. And you saw a man get chloroformed. Yeah,
0: I saw, I saw an illegal activity last night. I don't know. I'm a witness to a crime. If the cops came to my house, they could get me arrested right now. Cause you saw I'd, it. I I paid for it. I guess aiding and abetting. You know. I guess I, <laughs> <laughs> I allowed it to happen. <laughs> Watched it. You could have stopped it. I guess, I guess so. Um, oh man, that was that was the wildest thing. There, the next match was really cool. It was like the future championship. So it was like three, uh, three or four four newcomers, three newcomers, three guys that were really good and really talented, and you know, really just uh great in the ring. They were awesome. That was a title change. There was Tyler uh, Matrix had it, and he lost to uh Ace, the Ace of Spades. Austin. He was a cool guy. So they're starting this match. They're about to wrestle. And then some punk kid comes out with these like ugly trunks that don't even really fit him any good. Um, And he's like, I need to, I should be in this match. Well, like they did like funny bits with this kid where this kid was like trying to do RKOs on people. And they would do it and they would all push him off, uh, all three of the wrestlers. And then he tried to do it on the ref. And the ref was like, he, this was the best ref of the night. He had like tattoos. He was kind of a muscly guy. I think he used to wrestle, um, but like he tried to do it on him, and the ref pushed him off. And then when he stood up, the ref gave him an RKO. Uh, <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was a really. cool. You'd never bit.
1: see that in the WWE.
0: No, no, just like little fun stuff. No,
1: because like that. Uh, their refs are made of porcelain.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and are all unathletic. There's none of them.
1: Absolutely, they're all wimpy boys. Well, but Bailey was dating a, a ref, wasn't? It? Yeah, but that's a point that uh, Vince did was he wanted all the all the wrestlers to look bigger than the refs, so that's why the refs aren't like ripped.
0: Yeah. Uh, next match was the World Heavyweight Championship. That was some Ding Dong versus uh, Ace Romero ac baby the he was he's 400 pounds he was a big man he was huge uh cool. but oh this guy actually got bloodied i think the old, the other guy either busted his lip or busted his nose or something but he, like legit blood he, he do it the hard way yeah no it, yeah oh the, wow uh, it wasn't yeah he actually nobody got, was
1: blading uh, at this indie wrestling no. show in knoxville <laughs> tennessee
0: uh <laughs> Uh, for those of you that don't understand that reference blading is what they used to do in the 90s in the WWE i don't know that it's happening anymore but mm. a wrestler occasionally a wrestler Vince definitely
1: him. did that night when uh when uh Kevin Owens headbutted him though yes um, there's no way he didn't
0: they so they'll fall down usually on their face and they have a blade like stashed in their wrist tape They'll pull it out, and they'll cut themselves on the forehead. Now, that happened a lot in the WWE. They, quote-unquote, don't do it anymore. You can look up bad cases of when it happened. There are two in particular, John Cena and Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero, man. Bladed themselves way too deep. And And Eddie Guerrero
1: almost died.
0: Yeah, they, like, pour, like, their faces are pouring blood, like, like, carry, like, blood all over your face for the whole match. It's it's wild. Um, anyway, Ace got his no, bow, nose or mouth busted open. There was a cool spot where a guy hit him, you know, with a slap to the face, and Ace, or a kick or something, and Ace, you know, spit, blood, boom. is just That's cool. That's so
1: cool. Yeah. Uh, I love you that. Know. I love that stuff. <laughs> nice save. Yes! Yes! Uh- <laughs> I'm excited! I know, on the cuss save. I know that you have to edit this, so I'm trying <laughs> my darndest not to cuss.
0: Oh, this is awesome! So I'm gonna
1: um, I'm teaching Austin how to edit today, so it's whoop, gonna be whoop. fun. Uh,
0: anyway, so uh, Ace lost the match. Boo! Whatever. Now the final, the wrap up of the night. Mick Drake, Devin Driscoll, Devin Divine, and the Industry versus the Rascals. Um. It it was the dumb dude. This guy came out with the rascals. That there were cool spots. Like they wrestled hard, and they these were like yeah. obviously like. I don't think they were the best wrestlers of the night because I think that future championship. I think those guys were the better wrestlers. It's because
1: they were putting their they were put they they had to look good. They were putting everything yeah. into it because they got a lot more to lose.
0: Uh yeah, so the the few anyway so um. You know, they talk a little smack. There were some cool spots, and there was a lot of fun. But the match ended with a disqualification, so both both people get to keep their belts, and then. Um, yeah, it was. That's not how you end a main event, son. Uh, uh-uh. That's a WWE cop-out. Um, you know? Uh, anyway, so what Bandit.
1: That, where, where, that's. That's what I don't get about that. It's like it's your main event and you're not on TV. Yeah. It's got to be a good ending, Yeah. You know?
0: Well, they were they were taping it. I don't know if they were on TV, but they were taping it. Okay. And um turns out like Devin Divine cuts a promo at the end because the guy Devin Devine lives in Knoxville and the place that it was at is a place that he owns oh, apparently. Wow. Yeah, so um, I did some research last night, and he's one of the main uh, people of Bandit Wrestling, you know, that helps promote it and stuff like that. Um. Anyway, so he cuts his promo like, you come into my house in my ring, things that I've worked so hard for, and you spit on my belt. And, like, they were the heels, but all of a sudden he's the face? Like, I, I don't know, man. It... There wasn't a lot of great acting all night long except from the man Clayton Gaines. But other than that, there wasn't, like, any, like, great, like,
1: Nobody acting. was good on the mic.
0: Not really. Not anybody that really talked. The Rascals, they weren't giving it their all. They were just kind of, like, joking their way through they're it. Getting a, kinda, they're
1: getting a paycheck. Like, they were yeah, just, yeah. Just kind of crappy. They think th- – that's what I don't like about, like, whenever um, – I saw an indie wrestling thing one time, and uh, – and there was a, a big name there that used to be in the WCW, uh, Scott Steiner. He was there, and mm-hmm. he really phoned it in. Like, he could not care less about this match. Like, I hate that. And I'm game. like, listen, this may not be WCW. You may not be on TV, but I paid to be here, you know? Yeah. I I've been waiting for this all day. It was a special... Apple Festival event. I was so stoked for it. <laughs> Napanee, Indiana. Scott Steiner. Do it, you know? Like, actually wrestle. Yeah. And I hate it when people think they're too good for a show. Yeah, but it's really stupid. I feel like no matter who's in the crowd, if I'm ever performing live, like, I I will give it my all no matter what.
0: Well, that was a big thing, and I'm thinking about it because I am trying to lose weight, and I, I'm, I'm trying to eat better and eat right. Uh, but... Uh, Dr. Tom Pritchard, he was a WWE trainer. He wrestled in the WWE way, way, way back. He's a tag team champion. Uh, you know, other stuff like that. H- him and the Devil's favorite mayor said that during the show. It got a couple laughs. Uh, Glenn Jacobs uh, are starting, you know, a um, wrestling academy in Knoxville. So.
1: Your boy might be taking some bumps, huh?
0: I might. I, if I can lose enough weight then I think for sure I would do it.
1: You don't even have to lose weight.
0: I don't want to be a fat boy in trunks, son. And I don't want to wear pants. I only want to wear the underwear trunks. So I can't be a fat boy in underwear trunks.
1: All right. I don't want to do that. Um, You you should get um, Austin uh, tattooed on your uh, chest so they can never change your name. AJ Styles, I'm looking at you.
0: Uh. You know, it, it was it was a fun, fun show, man. It really was. I had such a good time. Like I said, Brian said he had a great time. Brandon had a great time. And, uh, you know, I got to talk to him about wrestling uh, on the way back. They loved it. I sent Brandon a video today uh, about, um, uh, like, uh, Miz and then Mizdow and, like, that whole bit. Yes. <laughs> the bit where Mizdow even started copying his moves. There was the one in particular where they were wrestling the Usos and Miz was about to get a suplex, and then Mizdow gets in the ring and flips over at the same time that Miz is getting a suplex. And then uh, uh, Jay throws him out the ring, and then Mizdow hops out the ring. It's so funny,
1: man. so good, dude.
0: Well, you want to talk about Kitchen Nightmares for two minutes? Yep, let's do it. All right, guys. This episode of uh, Kitchen Nightmares is called The Black Pearl. It's a seafood lobster restaurant in New York, New York. We're back to New York. The opening of this episode, I thought Gordon was going to commit suicide. It like was in black and white, and it just showed him on the tops of buildings. Do you remember that? Yeah yeah it it's just like, like
1: I am the night
0: <laughs> it was 30 minutes it was, well not 30, that would be so buck wild if it was 30 minutes it was like 30 it was 30 seconds of just like showing Gordon on the top of this building uh, <laughs> you know um,
1: just rethinking everything it looked like a <laughs> it looked like a mud honey video from the 90s
0: yeah dude it was so wild uh, They they do that Um, then they talk about this place. This place is a restaurant that two guys started whose names were David and Brian. They wanted it to be a cool lobster restaurant downtown. Uh, so two owners already, two friends that wanted to start this place. Well, they kind of ran out of money and they had to get a third, third owner whose name was Greg, uh,
1: Greg,
0: Greg. So the big deal with this restaurant, uh, because I have watched these episodes before, um, but lately so this show has a formula it it does it's the same thing every episode so uh that's why we start,
1: we keep we're starting to talk less and less about it if you haven't um, noticed
0: <laughs> not necessarily uh but you know just we've been so busy and that's not an excuse just both of our lives Boy, uh i haven't
1: uh the reason why the episode was 3 days late was because i've just been so busy
0: yeah i'll say i'll say uh, Except for last night in in the past seventy two hours, I've probably got like maybe fourteen to twelve hours of sleep, like just going just nuts all the time
1: that's insane,
0: yeah, well, the kid you know out here,
1: somebody gotta do something out here, baby,
0: somebody's gotta do it, uh rather it be me anyway um but we'll we'll watch the episodes and stuff, but this one. The big deal is, like, these three managers, basically. Greg cares a lot. He's just unfamiliar with the restaurant business. Brian doesn't care at all and is never there. And David is, like, the worst a-hole since basically Donald Trump. He is basically Donald Trump. And I'm not saying that, like, in, like, this racist way, but a guy who is so flamboyantly arrogant and so ignorant to everything that goes around him, it's insane. Like, um this guy is rude to everyone. He talks down to all of his employees. Uh he talks trash to Gordon. Like he like gets smart with Gordon, cusses at him, calls him Gordy, and like 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 holds his like this guy's the worst human being. Like top ten worst human beings. Like
1: worse than uh worse than Uncle Biff?
0: (laughs) Worse than Uncle Biff Worse than the rumor weed. <laughs> uh, w- worse than the small attractive fibbers. Just all of them. He's the worst.
1: Worse than uh, the the stinkweed. Worse than the electric ghost. Worse than yeah. the creeper.
0: <laughs> he's worse than stinkweed. And that's, say- yeah, you said that. That says a lot about this man. Uh, stinkweed's the most dastardly villain of all time.
1: <laughs> you that's know. why he's got a Twitter at Hey Stinkweed. Follow our boy. Hello, <laughs> Also, I want
0: to make us an Instagram. So, because I, I saw two guys that share an Instagram because they they do they do a podcast together, and they like. So one of them, who's playing in the series right now, the Dodgers and uh, the Sox. So, like, one guy is from Boston, the other guy was for L.A., and they were, like, talking smack back to each other. Uh, and so, like, one guy would show a video, like, the Dodgers are going to whoop you, and then the other guy would show a video about Boston. So I think it would be fun to do, uh you know, Instagram stories back and forth. Let's so, do it. Be looking out for that, baby. Uh,
1: um, we should get that name right after we record this.
0: Yeah, we're going to lock that down.
1: Real um. Quick. At Kitchen Nice Boys, hopefully on Instagram. If it's different, we'll, just, we'll put it in the description. Look for it.
0: Uh, real quick, just let me give you, like, one quick rundown. This is basically everything that Reality TV Revisited says. Gordon gets in there. Uh, the food's real bad, so he's got to improve the fruit, food, like, always, obviously. Um, so he revamps the restaurant. He puts – there is a cool thing. He puts, like, a lobster um, – Like a tank? <laughs> a cr- – it's a lobster tank because it's a lobster restaurant, but it's a lobster crane machine. So oh. if you want lobster, you have to win your own lobster. Yeah, it's pretty rad.
1: That's cool. Yeah.
0: Um, and then, uh, you know, trying to make it relevant and cool for downtown New York. The, he asked the staff because the manager issues are buck wild. So he asks the staff, he says, Will you please vote on a manager that you want to be your general manager? And they vote Greg. You know, because while unexperienced, he cares, and he he does try quite a bit. Uh, So Gordon, basically, you know, for the opening night, asks Brian and David to stay at home. He says, don't come in. You can come in to eat, but you do not come in to be at this restaurant. So uh, Yeah, uh, so they come in, and they're just talking trash the whole time. David's just being a butthead, you know, insulting Gordon, insulting his food. and And Gordon's there to try to help him. You know, ha-
1: they call him there. That's the thing.
0: I these people are are idiots, idiots, man, man. There's why did I don't? I'm not trying to be mean, okay? But I have some hateful tendencies, and I'm just gonna air them out right here. I'm gonna say like, there are some people that I look at, and I'm like, why did you? How did you get to being here with the attitude that you have, with the way that you treat people, and how you talk? How are you even existing right now? Because like where I come from. Like, when you talk down to somebody like that, you, you don't have teeth. Like, that's the thing. Like, you, so, like, I don't know, like, how you can be disgusting to people and basically still be alive because, uh, you know, it's.
1: Somebody it gonna wreck me. you.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know. Wrecked Uh oh. Darn <laughs> near
1: he. killed him.
0: Wrecked I hardly know him. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> got him. Wrecked him. Um,
1: that's a butthole.
0: But anyway, the night ends uh, at the restaurant with Gordon and David basically going at each other's throats, and Gordon just kind of throwing his hands up and saying, hey, "Good luck." It's <laughs> pretty much how the episode ends. Wow. Uh, the opening the opening night doesn't go great. You know, uh, the food is great. They do hold on it for a little while, and it you know just the processes haven't been quite worked out. Uh, Gordon leaves, and um, then. The restaurant closes four days later, dude. After airing.
1: That's like, insane. Isn't it? And then wild? uh and then uh David has a rant about Gordon blaming him for the fifty percent drop in sales. And yeah. Uh, uh yeah. Gordon revisits in the next series, but the black pearl is closed. The hog pit opens in its place.
0: <coughs> and Gordon goes there and likes the food, so that's pretty cool.
1: <coughs> yep.
0: And then um, uh, David has his own music on uh, YouTube, so look up David Leonard if you want to listen to his trash, because it's not great. Um,
1: it's better than Fozzie. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Nothing's better Fozzy, than Fozzy.
0: Fozzy has, like, two or three good hits now that are have made Billboard and, and are pretty, from this last album, too bad they have, like, f- maybe ten before that that are trash, but, yeah, <laughs> I, um, so I, said, I, I
1: saw four people at NXT wearing Fozzie shirts. I
0: was about to say Fozzie's Buck Wild. Brandon was telling me that his brother, uh, Patrick, who is the amateur wrestler, uh well, he's a professional wrestler. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that, but he's an indie wrestler. He um uh he has like die hard Patrick Scott fans. That's so said, cool. Yeah, he's like, you know, he's got people that come to every show, get pictures with him. And, you know, (laughs) you know, he's got people out there that, that love it. You know, that, and that's awesome, you know, to get behind an indie wrestler, you know, and, and stuff like that. I'm a big Clayton Gaines fan. Now, if he comes close to Knoxville, I'll go to watch him wrestle. Oh, for sure. Um, but cool. That's a, that's this episode of, uh, wrestling. Nice boys. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. um, yeah, check us out on Twitter. Check us out on everything. Sorry if it disappointed you that we didn't talk about kitchen trash, but uh, this is a free I podcast, had, so yeah, you don't get real, to complain. I had a lot of fun with this one.
1: I did too. This was a nice, refreshing change of pace.
0: Yeah, dunk on them. Follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Austin Does Jokes. I don't really post much because I don't. I hate social media, so.
1: I don't have a Snapchat anymore for the same reason. Um, so follow me on Instagram at Rad, Twitter at ShaneIsRad. Uh Sorry about the big nasty cuss in episode 2 and episode 13. Every time I cuss, I'm going to apologize for it. And By the end of this show, we're going to have a big old nasty boy list. <laughs> yeah. Episode 2, episode 13. Sorry about it.
0: Yeah, we're going to uh follow us on kitchen nice boys on twitter guys uh give us some feedback if you like the show things you want to hear things you want to see write us a review on itunes and tell us some good good stories and get in touch with us this week tell us you love us tell us you miss us tell us how bad you hated this episode tell us uh, how you know. much
1: you like this episode and maybe we'll just do wrestling from now on
0: oh god no
1: i don't want to no. do it that's too much work no.
0: We can talk about what we like about wrestling, but we're not going to recap shows. Oh, my gosh.
1: I don't want to do any of that. I hate doing an hour-long <laughs> television program.
0: Uh, we can't do 40 hours of TV a month for wrestling. Golly, I can't commit to That's a to that.
1: second full-time job. I'm about to start <gasps> rehearsals next week for my play. Uh, come yeah. see that. It's at the Moonlight Players Theater in Claremont, uh, Florida. The first t- two weekends of December... Come holler at your boy. Come see him. Tell him you love the show. Uh, Tell him you hated him in the show. Tell me that you like uh, our podcast, though.
0: I'm going to see uh, Mike Falzone in Nashville Monday, uh, November 5th. Uh, So let's go see Mike Falzone if you want to go. Buy your own ticket, though.
1: I'm not buying you Um, a ticky.
0: Not buying you a ticket but uh yeah, super excited.
1: Listen to Dynamic Banter. It's really funny. Yeah. There's a lot more cusses in that one though. So if you don't like cusses, I understand. Um
0: Yeah, if you want if you are new to podcasts, you want podcast suggestions, if you kind of like the humor that we have, we can throw you onto some really cool stuff.
1: All fantasy everything.
0: Yep. My uh, brother, my brother and me. Yeah,
1: that's it. Those are the three ones I listen to. <laughs> yeah.
0: Those are the three big uh comedy ones if you want ones for like uh true crime get at me or ones for wrestling
1: get at me i got some good ones um i've been listening to something to wrestle with with bruce pritchard and i love Mm. it i love it so last time the last episode was about um judgment day 1998 and oh gosh bruce pritchard was stoned to the bone and it was really funny (laughs) that sounds wild dude it is because like uh uh his co host kept calling him out like what's that thing you're puffing on? Is that one of those <laughs> is that one of those weed gimmicks? Um Oh my god. It's gosh. it's fun. Um thanks for listening. Sorry about the cuss in episode two and episode thirteen. Bye.